And the fact that, like, he was able to promo a card that, like, has, like, snake eyes on it and makes the whole culture want to travel down to it. Like, that's marketing. You know what I'm saying? That's something that you can only do if you put the effort into. And more importantly, now that he has set this new career high for himself in his performance, I would love to see him perform at this level more often. But clearly, I think... He needs the proper amount of prep time. We've seen Ultimate Madness, too, that maybe two, three weeks isn't his style, isn't best for him uh, or his lifestyle. Like, maybe he just doesn't have the, the tools equipped to just be ready to battle in 21 days. That's fine. In fact, a lot of battle rappers don't have that, don't have those tools to be ready in 21 days. This is a whole new norm. It's okay to be self-aware of your preparation process. Um, but more importantly, like, the level of content he had for, for John John's first round, like, I would thought to myself was like if I can see him do this more often, like this guy could definitely be a top battle rapper at the end of the year if he just keeps making these smart moves, getting the right opponents, and performing at this level. This wasn't the best ace. It's only been a while. We've seen him perform well. Music Wayne, I would challenge you to tell me an ace I mean performance on the internet right now that had more pressure, more difficulty, and a better better content than what we just seen on Saturday. I'll tell you what, you can't find it. What you gonna tell me? His PG? His PG in his in his in his cross home city? No. <laughs> Come on, man. Snake Eye says they caught it on cam like he was nice. Look, man, you guys give Cassidy all this all this hell for being delusional about his his opinions. Did we just see Snake Eye's battle? Snake Eye thinks he won that battle. All right, Snake Eyes thought he won that battle. That was a rough performance to get through. That was, his debut did not go as planned. Like we can assure that much, right? Man, I kind of just wish Bad News was just like a little bit more entertaining and just kind of like slam dunked on him because like Bad News kind of just Bad News has everything you want in a battle rapper as far as energy, delivery, his defense, how poised he is. Like, he has every single category available. You can check the box off him. But the one box you can't check next to him is probably, like, content. Because, like, a lot of his bars is, like, sometimes it's just... It leaves you desiring more, man. You know what I'm saying? There's, a, there's so much left to be desired every time I watch a Bad News performance. But he he's definitely somebody I respect a lot. He got that clean win. He brought Tayrock out to at least put a nice little ribbon on that performance. So, but, but this is about Ace. Salutes to Ace. I mean, his new career high. I'm looking forward to the rest of his year and how he capitalizes and builds off of this. Um, but it's time for us to talk about the aesthetics, right, of the event. All the outside details, all the things surrounding it, right? Um, where we at here? Perfect. Let's talk about... Bubble Battle Rap, which we have been dealing with for the past year. And now that we finally had our first crowd event back. Perfect time to ask the chat admin, are you guys happy the crowds are coming back? Let's talk to the people. Hardcore Flavor says, yes, indeed. CL says, bubble. Nah, I like 20-minute battles better. This wasn't a good first crowd to see. ATL crowds suck anyway. It's the Atlanta crowd says you're on fire. They're not really a battle rap city. Now nah, that crowd wasn't it. Well, I mean, we got to pick and choose, right? Because we can't be like, I want crowds back, but we can't be in New York. We can't be in LA. 
Atlanta is, is one of those places where like they don't believe in COVID. Atlanta, uh, um, Atlanta Orlando, Tampa, Texas. You know what I'm saying? I've seen uh, uh, Warehouse Live is now doing events. So you got to go to those places in the South. So there's that, right? This is how I look at it. Because when you look at this entire country, just from a COVID standpoint, you got carnival cruises that are wide open. And these cruises have come like with like pools in it. And there's people in this cruise for like three to five to seven days, all jumping in the same pool, touching all the same stuff. Um, you see, you've seen these clubs in Detroit, Atlanta, and Texas that are wide open. Um, the Super Bowl just had 20,000 people in attendance. So clearly, crowds are ready for battle rap. But battle rap is not ready for crowds. I don't think the culture has has um, found that happy median yet for crowds and venues. Like, let's just be honest. Let, let's, let's paint the world before caffeine, right? Because I, I guess it feels so long ago because of everything we've been through in 2020. But it wasn't that long ago that every single battle rap event started at least 60 to 90 minutes past the start time, right? Every single stream might have had some kind of error, so you can never really ever comfortably throw a watch party without some kind of anxiousness because the stream might cut off or you have to refresh it a handful of times. Um, every single battle takes at least 40 minutes. And then the intermission in between is like another half an hour. So the doors opened at two. Battle started at three. Then it started till five. And they ended at 10. So that's an eight hour window of you having people stand. It took eight hours to complete five battles. As where caffeine gets you five battles done in two and a half hours. And you go about the rest of your day. You know, I really think we we shouldn't take that for granted because... That strict start time has changed the, the whole way we kind of just like enjoy battle rap. Like when Ultimate Madness started and you knew at two o'clock you were going to watch battles till 430 and you went about the rest of your day. Like that was so fulfilling. Uh, one of my favorite things about like when RB used to be in New York was when they were in Club Drum. Like Drum had like such a strict end time because they will always have musical performances afterwards. So by like 8.30, Drum was closed. So you went to Drum at like 2.33 and by 8 o'clock you were out of there. And because like you have that window where you know Battle Rap's not going to consume your entire day, you're not standing for over eight hours, um, you're able to kind of balance being a Battle Rap fan properly. Battle rap is really taxing. It's taxing on everybody. It's taxing on the battlers that have to prepare for these material, stop their lives to put on a, a performance one time. It's taxing for the staff, you know, the people like JB, that's just, just physically there that has to come four hours early to set up and stay two hours later to close and clean. Uh, obviously, the league owners that endured all the risk. And even the fans, they have to come in and stand for eight hours. I don't. I, is there anywhere else where you're standing for eight hours? It's not a festival. And at least a festival, it's like multiple things happening at once. You know what I'm saying? A battle rap event, you're just there at that one spot. So that was the ce- that's the ceiling of what battle rap events are. Like, you go to this venue, see all the same faces, you're standing for eight hours, the routine never changes. You know what I mean? So, like, we kind of had to break this cycle of, of venues and all that because... We need a re- we need a refresh. We need a restart. We need a whole new standard. And I think it's important to talk a little bit about the standards that caffeine has set. Like so that whenever caffeine 
like if there's a time period where caffeine is no longer involved with battle rap, this still happens. Where battles start on time, where commentary is is properly segmented in between battles, and there's not long transitional waiting periods between matches, where events don't last over six hours. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, people were complaining on Twitter that their feet hurt. I agree, man. You're on fire, man. Like I, I listen, and people that go to battle events all the time, they'll tell you. They have never gotten comfortable with, like, learning how to just stand for such a long period of time because you're not supposed to. You know what I'm saying? When I go to these events, you catch me with some new balances on or some comfortable Kyries, and, like, I got to have my walking shoes on for this. You know what I'm saying? So, like, anybody that comes up with, like, heels or, like, some, some shoes that fit them kind of tight, you know what I'm saying? Like, you went for a long day, my guy. You went for a very long day. Long events take the stream away from the main battles at the end of the night. Hardcore flavor. I, I was literally about to touch on that. Thank you for saying that. Um, you also got to think about when you are unorganized with the event and it's taking a long time, you self-sabotage your performers. Because if you put a, a card of five, six, seven battles, somebody's performance has to suffer because they're going later in the night from a delayed event to begin with. So, like... There's just a lot of things I took away from being there that I was just like, you know what? I think everybody's so happy to see each other for the first time in a year that we can forgive how, like, unorganized this event was, how some of the battles were lackluster. Like, we had to watch a Snake Eyes battle. So, like, we can forgive that if I can get to see all my all my friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's okay. But, like, I don't know, man. Like, the event as a whole, like, is really probably like a, a five out of ten, four out of ten. You know what I mean? Um, Atlanta is definitely not one of the best battle rap markets, and it's been consistent for a long time that their crowds are um, kind of rowdy or they disrupt the performances. Uh, and even more, everybody in the venue, like, nobody is a hundred percent glued to the battle. I'm watching everything. There's nobody one hundred percent watching the battle. Like, somebody's watching it, they'll smoke, they'll drink, they'll walk away, they talk about something, you know what I'm saying? Um, they come in and out, they're on their phone, they, they, like, nobody is 100% glued to that battle, so, like, that's why in the building recaps, you gotta, gotta put a little salt on it, because it's all off energy, it's all off momentum, it's all off, like, the surrounding of how people feel, which is important, it's valuable, like, you making, you making an entire room of people feel a specific way without fully digesting all the content like that is that there's value in that but what bubble battle rap did what, what where where there's no crowds it forced you to listen to the bars and maybe that was awkward for people too because they didn't have a full distraction and even with the chat on caffeine like people are like in the chat and like oh people are swaying people that's why i'm like well if you're being swayed it's because you want to be swayed you have the option to not be swayed in a venue you kind of don't have that option in the venue, you're going to be in a section where people are distracting and you cannot control them. At least at home, you can turn the comments off. You cannot read the comments. You can turn your screen sideways. You don't have to be swayed. You, you're swayed because you choose to be swayed. Right? In the venue, you have no choice but to like try to enjoy the battle away from the distractions. So I don't know. I'm watching all that and I'm just thinking to myself, like, I don't know if this is the future of Battle Rap anymore. Like, This is what we were for the past... 10, 11, 12 years, but this is what we cannot continue to be for the next five to six years. You know what I'm saying? I hope league owners are watching this. France touch on some great topics. I, I appreciate that early. Um, is And I, I get it. At the same time, like, 
I know I'm a little harsh on the card. I don't know I've been a little harsh on my guy Snake. Uh, respectfully, this card wasn't like a crazy card. So some people were like, "Oh, the battles weren't that crazy." Like, what? I mean, what do you expect? Like this, this wasn't Summer Madness. This wasn't Gnome. Like this was a solid card. This was Ace. This is really Ace Amin and John John, and a, a lot of bullpen type classic battles that they would try to create, like a bullpen classics, right? Which is like. That's fine. You might not get the best content. So I'm not so critical of the card, but I'm more critical of the way the whole operation was ran, you know? Like, does it, like, like, hold on. Can, can we talk for about this for a second? Real quick, man. Okay, this is, this is really important. If JB comes into a venue and does not check the sound before starting the event, y'all would fry him, all right? Y'all would absolutely fry him. So, the person that was directing this event that did not really get a chance to check the sound at the venue, and there was no speakers in the back, and, and the, the mics were really low, like, that's not acceptable to be in the venue for. Like, nobody pays that money and stands all those hours to not even be able to fully hear the bars. And more importantly, to, not, to, to have all that happen and not really get any of the, the criticism for it. But if JB has a glitch, or he, if he doesn't check the sound, like, forget it. Y'all eating him alive. So, like, just keep the same energy across the board with, with, with the way battle rap content is being produced. And, 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 yeah, he would never. He would absolutely never. But a sound check cannot be forgotten. Unacceptable. I was critical of them. Yeah, for a time, I, I agree with you, bro. Like, that's like, wait, huh? how do we forget this? Like. It's like you tell your friends, like, to come in your backyard, let's play some dominoes, right? Dudes bring the dominoes, they bring the beer, and then we're in the backyard with four chairs, and we're like, where's the table? Oh, yeah, I need a table to play dominoes. Right, right, right. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the first thing you, that's literally the first thing you need. The beers and everything else will come. Like, we'll figure that out. You're, uh, you're on fire says, not mic issues. We're 10 years in at this point. We're 10 years in and we're still having mic issues. So I don't know if that's a bit of irresponsibility, a bit of uh, um, lack of attention to detail. But what I can attest to is that if we're this far in as a culture with the same issues, maybe what we're doing is not sustainable. Maybe what we're doing is not the way it's supposed to be done. Love the topic of sustainability and battle rap. Yeah, bro. I mean, I think like, you know, we, we, we have to really, I'm not just saying this because we're caffeine partners or anything. Cause like even some of RBE's events were like, they had like uh jag and math, like besides the audio of that battle, like they at least try to keep the bubble battle rap ish level. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I, I, all I'm saying is like, as far as venues coming back, like, it can't be it can't run this way no more. It can't happen this way. Like I'm not gonna travel across the country and risk the vid for this kind of operations. Like it's just it just can't happen no more. Which by the way, negative on the way in, negative on the way out, but I will get tested again another seventy two hours because just because. How do they expect the culture to reach a wider audience? Four time, man. Listen, bro. Um, we got another fifteen minutes, and we're gonna keep talking about this. So There's a lot to talk about, like because you create this niche culture that can only operate in a way that we understand. 
Like I could not, I couldn't fathom bringing somebody to this for their first time that's never really digested battle rap, and they have to stand for eight hours without nowhere to sit. They have to try to watch these battles without really knowing the people or being able to listen to the content. So I'm just here like, look, crowds are ready for battle rap, but battle rap's not ready for crowds. That is, this is that simple. It's it's just that simple. I'm definitely afraid of how Max out will be. <sighs> let's talk about it, man. Let's let's talk about Hitman and Cassidy then. Um, the Cassidy and Hitman Hollow face off. Um, it was one for the books. I hope the bubble stays after crowds come back. I agree, man. We do need crowds, but I'm really liking bubble battle rap way more. I'm I'm enjoying the twenty to thirty minute battles over the fifty plus minute battles. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man. Let's talk about this Cassidy Hitman face off. What you guys think of it? What was your guys' takeaway from it? Appreciate the props, Tata. It was really good seeing you over the weekend, by the way. Salute to Tata, man. She's a one day one. All right. People saying uh, you get more material in the bubble. That's very true. Um, it was hilarious to me. The crowds gave them a chance uh, to write short. Cassidy's still undefeated in face-offs. Best face-off all times in battle rap. Uh, the face-off will be better than the battle. If Cassidy only did face-offs, he'd really be 5,000 and all. Tata says it's the best day ever. I appreciate that. It's really good to see you. Listen, man, um, I got some footage here. Let's 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 call it what it is, right? When when your man Cassidy told Goods he was in Abu Dhabi riding camelbacks and all that, like he wasn't lying. Like Cassidy may have gotten into that car crash back in 06 and maybe, you know, might have never fully recovered from it with his high level of delusional confidence. But if there's one thing about Cassidy, he is not a liar, right? So when he told Hitman Holla <laughs> when he told Hitman Holiday he got him kicked out the classroom, it was a real thing. All right, it it, it really happened the way that it, it did. I don't know if you can hear this or not, but if y'all can't, don't worry about it. You gonna see Hitman right now. Look at this guy. He, he forgot the bar. He can He couldn't hear it. Oh, he got kicked out the classroom from Cassidy's team. This is terrible. <laughs> nah, man. Hilarious, bro. Hilarious. Um... I got a really interesting clip though from him um from uh Cassidy. I want to play this. Let me get this on. Let me get this up here. I can't get it on the screen, so I'm just going to play it through the microphone. Cassidy talks a little bit about um how to grow battle rap as an industry. And it was really interesting to hear him say all these things. Listen to this clip. 
gave birth to, like when you came in the game, that sure. exists now. So just to let you know that. Yeah, and even if it's like a million people in the battle rap community that feel a certain type of way, there's billions and billions of more people in the world that might not feel the same as y'all little million people. So everybody don't gotta like shape themselves to please this million people that like battle rap. Like, because it's billions of other people in the world. Like, you know what I'm saying? So even if this whole million might not like me, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm willing to be the, the villain. Like, I'm willing to make that whole one million not like me. To make tens and tens of millions of more people around the world really like me. Gotcha. For what I stand for. What do you guys think of Cassidy's take about he will accept the villain role in the culture? So that the small portion of battle rap can exceed from other eyeballs, other audiences. He will accept the approval from millions of other people in in, in exchange of being the, the villain in this censure. There ain't 10 million fans, Cassidy. Uh, you, you don't know, Vandross. There might be 10 million fans across the world. Or he might have 10 million fans himself. It's very possible. He's not a villain. He's just super mid. I mean, both could be true. Conqueso. JR says he's right. JB says he's correct. Battle rap is huge worldwide. Wilson, battle rap is big, but compared to every other industry, it's it's really a microcosm of like what it what it really could be. So like Again, for example, right? Goods and Cassidy when it happened. We all have Goods winning the battle. But Cassidy's fan base is bigger than the Battle Rap Coach's fan base. So technically, there's more people in the world saying Cassidy won the battle over Goods. So when you say the consensus, now it's like, wait, hold on. There's more people saying Cassidy won. So what, what is the consensus now? But 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 then you'll say, oh well, those aren't real battle rap fans. But there's more people in the world that probably say Cassidy won than Goods. So like, does that not mean something? That means something. That means there's more eyeballs now watching it because of him. And I think he's really he's really focused in on how can we make this bigger? How can how can we open this up to the world? How can we get more casual fans? Casual fans pay the bills, man. Casual fans pay the bills, bro. The hardcores is what keeps the engines running, but hardcore uh, casual fans pay the bills. So when Cassidy says things like this, like it's, I'm not mad at it. It's doing views. I got to give it that. It has potential to be bigger. It's a niche of hip hop. He got to be better with his delivery. I agree, Ozzy. But we're not talking about his performance. We're talking about him as like as an entity coming into the culture. Uh, what we what we consider large quantity in battle rap and other coaches will be considered minuscule. Well said. Well said. This isn't a battle rapper that there isn't a battle rapper that has more fans and popularity than Cassidy. Uh, PD Blaze, I'll take it one step further. There isn't one battle rapper that wouldn't trade places with Cassidy today. You cannot find me one battle rapper that wouldn't say I would trade my career for Cassidy's career. Industry success, gold album, hits, and probably one some of the biggest bags in battle rap to, to date. And he's not even he's he's probably performing at a crucible level. I'm not exaggerating. There's probably crucibles that'll run Cassidy his money 
and, and this guy is getting paid some of the biggest purses in the culture. So, like, I'm sure anybody would want to exchange places there. And my favorite part is when battle rappers see Cassie get this bag and they say, well, now he's going to make me raise my bag. Like, how? I don't I don't get that exactly. Like, you are you going to market like Cassidy? Are you going to bring in the crowd like him? Like, like it's it's not about this. It's not so much about the skills anymore. It's about what you can really bring to the table. Like we've we've said this analogy prior, and I'll say it again for everybody that hasn't heard it prior. I'm sure all you guys can cook a better burger than McDonald's. I'm sure all you guys could throw a nice patty on the grill, season that thing up, put that shit on some potato bread. It's gonna taste way better than the McDonald's patty. But when McDonald's puts that sign out and says served X amount of millions of people, it's because they know how to fucking market more. Like, so how how much is the product matter if you can't get it out to the masses? You know what I'm saying? We all know Hitman Holland Ill Will is a better battle than Hitman and Cassidy. How can you not promote a better... How can you not take a better piece of content, a better performance, a better battle, and make it more accessible when you know it's going to be better? You literally know it would be a better battle. I mean, it's not no, it's no guarantees, but you, you, you're very, it's very likely that it would be a better battle, yet you can't sell that to the masses. Cassidy earned his money off this face-off alone. Well, we didn't get a chance to talk about the face-off, so, like, briefly, um, this face-off went the best possible way ever it could have went, because if they had just sat there and talked for another 20 minutes, I'm, I'm pretty sure we wouldn't have been ent- as entertained as um, we would have been now. This isn't the first time ARP kind of trickles the lines of very sensitive boundaries. He's always putting two people that have very real tension in front of each other, like Hollow and Math. Like, their face-off was a little more passive, but the situation was very real. Math and Sirius Jones, you know what I'm saying? Like, like ARP, is, it, it, he loves to just teeter on that line where it's just a little too close to reality. And when no violence happens, we enjoy it. And at the end of the day, if no violence happens, the show goes on. They said Hitman has Shaw in the bag. That's hilarious. Cassie with another legendary face-off. But here's the thing. Like, don't don't panic. Don't overreact. Everybody said when they saw this battle, the face-off would be crazy. The face-off was crazy. You got what you expected. So far, like, we're at exactly what we expected to, to, to get from a Cassie performance. Prom- promotion, crazy face-off. Now the last step is just an average to mid battle. <laughs> don't 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 fall in prisoner of this moment. Don't don't say, "Oh, this is the fourth Cassidy face-off I've seen and maybe this is the chance." No, it's it's all going to be the same. Everything has been according to plan from his disaster performance to the Hitman battle. And in fact, I was kind of interested to find this out, did some research. If you exclude the 2 on 2, the Hitman did with John John Hitman has only done one more face-off in his career than Cassidy. He's done five. Cassidy's done four. I thought that was kind of interesting. So that let me know that Hitman wasn't that much more experienced than Cassidy at doing face-offs. And Cassidy really just, just, he just knows how to work your emotions, man. He just knows how to get under your skin. He just knows how to just, like, not listen to what you're saying throw it back at you, find a way to, like, switch the topic. Like, that's okay. He does, like, he just, like, switches the switches the flow of the conversation. And then you're frustrated. Then you're angry. <laughs> Goods probably handled it the best now looking back at it. Goods was, like, just there, just nonchalant, didn't get upset. And Cassidy's always kind of done this weird, like, 
violent thing in the face off, but it's never really that violent. He told Goods, my hands are retarded. He told Arsenal, your daughter and your mother will SMD. Like, he said some very disrespectful things. So for him to tell Hitman, I'm tougher than you and got more street cred, and that riled Hitman up, like, I, I, I don't buy it, man. I don't know. I don't... I don't like Hitman, definitely somebody that has a, a puts a chip on his shoulder sometimes unnecessarily. Um, I'm not saying he's wrong for the way he reacted, but um, I've just seen Cassidy say worse things, or I've seen worse things being said to Hitman. So like I, I don't know. I I feel like it. it, it I, I wish it didn't go that way, but the most important person to kind of like point back to is the moderator. Everybody's saying, "Oh, Hitman got emotional. Oh, Cassidy started it." Why is nobody talking about how ARP did not interject at any moment? You go back and watch the face-off. ARP is as silent as a church mouse for at least four or five minutes just watching everything transpire. And then as it all starts to build up and it gets too out of control for him to manage, then he points to Hitman. That's why Hitman got upset because Hitman felt like he was being singled out. You're the moderator. Like, there's no way the two people that are supposed to argue are going to de-escalate a situation. They, they're supposed to escalate it for your enjoyment, for your content, for your pleasure. Your job is to de-escalate it so it doesn't get that far so that you can get content out of it. Luckily for you, you still got content out of it regardless. He's not supposed to. It was entertaining. Why kill the moment? Listen, man. He got we, we got what we got out of it, but all I'm saying is you can't point any blame to Hitman or Cassie without saying the moderator didn't try to take control of the situation. If if he's not gonna take control, then who is black? Who who is? Like the cameraman behind the, the security guard that wasn't in the building? Like who's supposed to come in and and take control of the face off? If not the moderator. I, I don't I I don't understand that part. But again, I mean, look, uh, he he got he got um, he got content out of it regardless. Um, one thing for sure about controversy in battle rap: the big publications that don't cover battle rap consistently will always come down when an almost fight happens, a heated event, an unfortunate situation that has nothing to do with performance. They will always come down and start to cover the culture. Which is kind of annoying, but I mean, this is what you want, right? You want the Vlad TVs, you want the the sources, you want the Hip Hop Weeklies. The, the if you want those guys to cover it for for uh, for controversial reasons, then you mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Don't expect them to give you recaps, but they're gonna give you views and articles and columns when somebody punches somebody. So oddly enough, if they almost fight. But did it is good promotion for a face-off. I agree, M4. If it doesn't end in violence, it's all fair game. If it doesn't end in any violent action, like the show the show goes on. The show continues. He did get Cassidy out the building though. Yeah, that he did. That he did. Um uh, I don't know if they'll ever do another face off. I think they only do one with Cassidy in most cases. Um, but you can definitely expect Cassidy and Hitman to still keep chapping away at each other. It's about two weeks away. It's definitely a battle I'm looking forward to watching regardless because 
everybody can act like they hate Cassie, but you're going to watch it. You know what I'm saying? You're going to cover it. When Cassie comes around, media how it has something to talk about. It's always entertaining. And, 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 and sometimes you just have to stop and enjoy the train wreck. Just, just enjoy, just enjoy the madness. Just enjoy the chaos, because like you get over three hundred plus battles a year. So what if one of them are is not good, but it's entertaining all along the entire way? How many bad battles do we have that are not entertaining along the way? Don't come with a storyline. Don't come with promo, and we have to sit there and watch it. Like again, we just watched the Snake Eyes battle this weekend. Like, like, like. We had to go through all this face-offs and all that, like, but we, we can enjoy this Cassidy train wreck. You know what I'm saying? It's fine. That's fine. Listen, man. I'm here for it. I'm looking forward to it. Wilding out bread and peanut butter and jelly. The culture needs a good shit show from time to time. It does, okay? So, like, I, just enjoy the train wreck. Just enjoy the chaos. Don't be that guy that says, oh, Cassidy's a vulture. Cassidy does nothing for the culture. Why is Cassidy getting his bag and others can't? Like, shut up. Just enjoy the show. Like, don't try to be that guy right now. Just enjoy the show. You know what I'm saying? It's that simple. Everybody, especially battle rappers, they love to say... This person doesn't deserve this money for this performance, but they can't produce the revenue that person can produce while performing good. So that's a bigger reflection on you, my friend, not that person. If somebody would rather pay to see Cassidy be mid or Sue Surf choke than you have three fire rounds, then maybe maybe you're not that marketable. Maybe you don't have the audience you think you do. And, and sometimes you gotta let bad rappers know, like just 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 enjoy the show. Just enjoy the show promise you if you just enjoy the show and stop trying to analyze everything or psychoanalyze everything or compare and contrast like you will have a lot more fun in the culture you think hitman will say that he was that was in the bag in that battle i don't know man i don't know but i'll say this much though when cassidy told hitman i never got plucked before hitman got a little defensive about that la situation i kind of was like oh I was like, wow. Well, okay then. Right? Listen, man. If Cassidy somehow has some... If somebody convinced Cassidy to angle, and Cassidy uses that LA situation as an angle, I, I don't know if it'll happen, but, like... It's, there, there's something there for Cassidy to work with. You know what I'm saying? Again, Cassidy's bar is so low. It's going to be easy for him to exceed what he's given us pr previously and be a better version of himself while still not being that good. You know what I'm saying? So both things can happen. He can be the best version of himself and still not be good. Like, those two sentences can happen. Top two says, I love the messy stuff. Listen, man, it's entertainment, man. We, you and media too, Ledge. I, don't let me catch you talking about casting a hit, man. I, I see you too. If he's 3% better than what y'all say he was, y'all gonna say he won. Um, in caffeine setting, you're focused on material more. He dominate. K 
Cassidy just needs to rhyme his face off lyrics, then he'll be unstoppable. Yo, if Cassidy just Jay Black said it best, and I'm I'm gonna leave it here after this. Jay Black said it best. If he can find a way to channel his face off energy and aura into the battles, like you're gonna see some you're gonna see something that, that's worth seeing. And RBE would be the platform that like all of a sudden Cassidy has a whole 180. And it's like, oh, Cassidy was actually kind of good because all the industry guys at least is performing on you on on RBE, King Los. I, I really like King Los' performance. Jag, a lot of y'all said Jag was the best to come back. Forty Caligans will had some flashes, wasn't terrible, wasn't great, right? So I could see Cassidy being the guy that just like, oh, he did really good, or he did way better than what we expected, and maybe the the expectation in battle rap just needs to go away. It just needs to go away. Like, we need to just stop creating these weird little expectation narratives of, like, oh, Cassidy had a couple haymakers in one round. He wins that round automatically. No. Why do you have to change the way things are judged by expectations? Like, Cassidy wins one round. Hitman loses the battle. What kind of pressure are you putting Hitman under? Like, I don't understand this. What? What? When do we change the rules of, like, this person just has to win one round and, and that's it. They, 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 they won the battle. Judge the battle how you judge everything. It takes two rounds to win the battle. Look, man, the, the, the expectations, I guess, will always live, con queso, but, like, I just I just don't understand the, the whole unnecessary pressure of, like, we could see Cassie do good for a round. It doesn't mean he wins the battle. What if his first round is fire and his next two he's bulled out the building? Like, or we're going to say, oh, he had one fire around. Hitman shouldn't have let him win around. Like, Hitman can't control what he's going to do. So, on that note, man, I'm out of here. We're back tomorrow, Tuesday, Monday through Thursday, LTBR Daily. I'm back with CC, 10.30 a.m. in the morning. Pressure makes promo. I ain't mad at that, bro. Cassie coming back to troll and get a bag. I respect it. I was going to start a pot today. Work kicked my ass, see, on Thursday. Hitman has shot in the bag. Thank you for the props, Rita. Hasta mañana, my people. I will see y'all tomorrow. We talk some more battle rap mess. We got double impact this week. It's going to be a fun week, man. Okay, so thank you for the props. Until tomorrow, y'all, 1030. Peace.